Tebow, what's up, my brother? How you doing, man? I'm really good. I got to tell you, I've been at two of your best athletic performances in your entire life. The first one, 09, I'm in Miami, national championship game. The Gators and Tim Tebow knock off Sam Bradford in Oklahoma. And also, yes, also, I was at Shaq's Funhouse in Tampa, and I've never seen anyone quite play dodgeball quite like you. I'm not sure which performance was better. To be honest with you, that dodgeball performance, impressive. Hey, man, that was awesome. I, I didn't mean to hit Shaq, though, in the, uh, that, you know, that bad place to get hit. <laughs> it's a big target. So, you know, you, uh, <laughs> it was easy to hit. Uh, Tim Tebow, man, thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited about your new book. Uh, last night we got an advanced copy, and I spent a few hours uh, reading as much as I could. It's called Mission Possible. Go create a life that counts. One thing I noticed when I met you uh, at uh, Shaq's event in Tampa was just your physique. I noticed on your Twitter that you had a video where you put up 225 like 30 times. You have been putting in some work in the gym, haven't you? Um, I mean, a, a little bit. Honestly, I, I think I probably could have done better a few years ago. And I think it's more of just, you know, a lot of work when I, when I was young of just trying to um, be in the best shape of possi- in, as possible. And, um, and you know, it's something that I, I always took a, um, uh, I think a lot of pride in was just, um, you know, that's, that, that that was an area when I learned when I was, you know, nine or 10 years, my brothers were older than me and I found out, Hey, you can get better by going in the gym and working out. It was just something that I really just, um, adopted in my life and wanted to pursue it so that I could be the best athlete that I could be. And, you know, I still think it's important that we um, keep ourselves in good shape um, so that we can um, do whatever we're called to do with all of our heart. I read some of the book. I I hear the uh, powerful stories. Uh, You talk about the Bible. You talk about the Tim Tebow Foundation. One of the things I found interesting was you talk about you and your family going out to dinner when you were younger, and your dad would be real animated. You know, everybody hold hands, everybody say a prayer, and you were a little embarrassed because people would look over at you and give you kind of a funky look. You'd sink down in your chair. How did you get past that in life? Oh my goodness, well, that's a good question, and it it was something that I was just I didn't understand why he always had to be so bold and why so loud with it. But it's because it was something that was so ingrained in him, that was so near and dear to his heart, that it was he it, it was something he's so called to. And then when I understood more of that when I got older, it's it it was something that you don't have to shy away from, you don't have to be um, scared of, you don't have to be intimidated, but you can actually live. Um, boldly your faith unashamedly and that's something that my dad did and that's one of the reasons he's my greatest hero is because you know it's not something that he just talked about but I got to see him do that um, every single day of his adult life of watching him you know go over to third world countries and love and help people that could never do anything back for him and to be able to serve people all over the world and I just thought man this isn't just something that he's mentioned to me. Uh, hey, it's important to help and to serve and to love people. But I got to see him do it every day. And when you see that and you see how real it is and authentic and genuine in someone's life, that I, I believe it's contagious. And I just thought, man, I want to have that. I want to be like that. And I still don't think I am because, um, you know, my dad is, is, is just someone that's so incredible. But I, I want to grow more and more to be closer like, like that because I just think he's um, he's one of the best men out there and it's just honored that I had a role model like that to, to grow up and watch. 
Yeah, and I'm uh, also impressed with you because I've been in NBA locker rooms. I've been in Major League Baseball clubhouses, team buses. I, I worked at ESPN for a long time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Long time, but uh, most of the time you see players putting in hard work. It takes a lot of hard work to be a professional athlete. But I've also seen uh, guys cutting it up, a lot of swearing, a lot of infidelity goes on, a lot, a lot of temptation being a professional athlete. How did that kind of stuff make you feel? Because sometimes even the coach has the most foul mouth you've ever heard in your life. I, I was shocked by that. Uh, how, how did you handle that with such strong faith and all these things going on around you? Well, I thought, yeah, a lot of coaches that have used a lot of uh, of words, but I, I think, um, you know, for for me, it's not letting other people's choices or actions um, uh, affect mine or, or my choices, but it's also, um, I believe, not judging them or condemning them or um, for, for what their choices. It's loving them in the moment where they're at and, and being able to do that. And I think that's something that um, is, is important to me because if you – um, you know, change based on other people's actions, and it's going to be a roller coaster you're going to live. But I want to love people um, wherever they're at, you know. And um, and I think that's something that we're really called called to do. Um, is and I believe that's also when you have great impact. Is is not when you come from a place of of I'm right and you're wrong, but it's when you come from the place of Hey, I'm here. I love you. I want to get to know you, and I want to build a relationship with you. And I think there's a very different uh, mental approaches of how you um, how you start and how you gain relationships. Man, I am sure impressed with you, Tim. Man, I'm trying to find holes in your game, but I just can't find them. I uh, I read the book, like I said last night, and you talk about purpose a lot in the book. Uh, mission trips that you've gone on. It's a, it's amazing. Some of the th- stories you read in this book. Go pick it up. Mission Possible. Go Create a Life That Counts, written by our guest here, uh, Tim Tebow. But I know that people are going to say, oh, Tim, it's easy for you to go on these mission trips. You have the resources. You have the brand. You have the name. Uh, you also address this in the book. How can average Joe, regular guy, kid out of high school, how do they find their purpose when they don't have all the resources that you do? Well, I think every single person has a mission. I think it's possible for every single one of us to make our life count. Um, I I think that God has put us all in a place. um, Some in the world's eyes that have more stuff and some that don't have as much stuff. But every single one of us has a chance to affect other people's lives for the better. And wherever God has put you, whatever He's given you, you can use that to, to change people's lives. You can use that to encourage. You can use that to serve and help. And one of the stories that we talk about in the book is my third grade um, choir teacher, and let's just be honest, I hated choir. I never wanted to go. It disgusted me. I never wanted to sing, but I had a teacher, Miss Nancy, that was incredible, and when a lot of other people would, you know, at, at the church would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to play games on Sunday and all this other stuff, this Miss Nancy was unbelievable, and she was so incredible, and she loved me to the point that I was so 
impacted that I wanted to go to choir. I wanted to be a part of her plays. And even after I won the Heisman Trophy, I came back and was was in her elementary play when I had the chance to go to do almost every show and every um, and a lot of different things after winning the Heisman. I wanted to go back because she impacted my life so much because she was just a faithful, loving, incredible third grade grade choir teacher that um, inspired me uh, as a young boy um, and encouraged me as a young boy. And so, uh, guys, I don't care if you're a third grade choir teacher or you have a huge platform. Every single one of us has a chance to make a difference in, in people's lives. And I think God has put you in a position, whether in your eyes, great or small, but in his eyes, exactly where you're supposed to be to make an impact exactly where you are. I'm curious your opinion on these new NIL rules, uh, Tim, in college football. I was at a Gator game at the Swamp just a couple years ago, saw those 15s all over the stands. I've played the NCAA football game with a left-handed quarterback, number 15 for the Gators, and thrown touchdowns in the past. Have you been um, compensated for any of that now post-NFL? And your thoughts now on college athletes being able to make a little scratch on the side. What do you think about that? Um, No, I haven't been compensated. But, you know, I think, honestly, there's a big part of me that loves it because I love that that um, that young people get to control their brand, their name, image, and likeness. But then I think the downside for me is that there's, um, there's, there's no rules in it at all, right? And I think what happens is I – and I was even having a conversation two days ago with someone that you also see – um, sometimes uh, people taking advantage of young people. And, and I even, um, you know, tried to help in being part of a, a company called Campus Legends that is um, an NFT company trying to help young people, um, you know, understand their brand and share it and also have a couple of charities in Campus Legends where we're trying to help athletes because um, it is something that, I think, I, I, you know, I love the, the principle that, that they get to go um, make money on their name, image, and likeness, but I don't like the fact that with no rules, I see so many other people taking advantage of them and putting contracts into place that they're not aware of, of putting stipulations in that they haven't read the contracts. And so, I, you know, I want to encourage them and put um, and to be able to support them in the right ways so they not only can make the money, but it's also um, a good way for them and their family and uh, and to be able to also educate and bring the right form of, of, of lawyers and agents in place that aren't taking advantage of them, but are supporting them. I noticed that Thomas Rhett, Luke Bryan, they both praised you and had a chance to uh, read the book, a couple of country artists. Is that your go-to music when, when Tebow is doing his thing? Are you, are you turning up some Hank Jr.? I mean, what does Tim Tebow like to oh, yeah. listen to? Listen, i got to be honest. I am a big, I'm a pretty big country music fan. I, uh, I love both of those guys and so many others. And I also love it because of the storytelling. I think it's fascinating. And, yes, I also do love the, love the old school um, the Garth, the Hank Williams, uh, um, all of it. I, I think it's, uh, um, you know, it, it's awesome, and that definitely is a, quite a go-to for me. And then finally, what do you think is going to happen in the next year or two, which is more possible, you suiting up for an NFL team, um, you being on the sidelines maybe as a coach uh, in the next couple of years, or uh, maybe a little Demi or a little Timmy uh, in in the bassinet? Which is more likely to happen? I, I think the I think the more likely out of all of those is the little Demi or Timmy. You think so? All right. Well, that's... I think more likely than the other ones, yes. Okay. Well, that, that's good. And then finally, uh, Billy Napier. I, a lot of Gator fans 
want to know what what does Tim Tebow think? Have you talked to Coach Napier? What do you think about this hire? I, I have. I've actually known Coach Napier for quite a while, several years now. Actually, it was the first time we met. I was speaking at a church in Louisiana, and and he attended, and we got to hang out and talk afterwards. And um, and Coach Napier is a, is a really good man. I think first of all, he's obviously we know he's a good coach, but. I think we're, Gator fans should be encouraged. He is a really good man that truly cares about um, loving kids, about supporting them, about uh, educating them, about encouraging them, and, and, and more than just football. And that's something that I think is, is, um, is really exciting. And then I also think he's doing a good job at recruiting, so it's going to be really interesting and fun to see what happens in the future. But I'm also encouraged to know that uh, I really believe he's going to do it the right way. Really proud of you for this new book, Tim, Mission Possible, Go Create a Life That Counts. Uh, Go pick it up wherever you read your books. And thank you so much for your time, man. God bless you. God bless you, man. Thank you so much.